Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, September 3rd, and we're continuing on with Bat Madness. This is part two. Last week, we all voted that the Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's Joker, Christian Bale's Batman, move on to the next round. And so now tonight, we're going on with Michael Keaton and Tim Burton, Batman and Batman Returns. Question before we even get into this. I have seen both Batman and Batman Returns. Richard, I'm pretty positive you have seen both of these movies as well. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. Okay. (laughs) So you're a veteran, quite like me. But Jeremy, where do you stand on having seen Batman and Batman Returns? So I had seen them, but I didn't remember it's been so long since I've seen it. I didn't remember half of what happened in that thing. Okay. Either one of them. So so you're not a veteran, but you're not a virgin either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So whelming on, we'll start off with Batman. Whelming on Batman. What was your whelm meter on rewatching this Batman? So on the first one, I I was pleasantly whelmed. Just mainly partly because it was, it's just funny seeing the way things, way movies were made back then, as far as the props and little gimmicks and what was the cutting edge technology then. And I know 30 years from now, we'll be saying the same thing about the movies we're watching now. But anyways, it was was just, I I thought it was, it was good movie. Even with the story though, it was, it was still pretty pretty good they said pleasantly well i mean we're talking shit now about marvel's cgi so (laughs) yeah true (laughs) pleasantly well from jeremy what about you richard so rewatching this now i think it's been about five years since the last time i've watched it yeah i I gotta say i think i was whelmed but because of nostalgia because i'll full disclosure nostalgia bumps a lot of this for me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so nostalgia probably bumps into pleasantly whelmed for me. Okay. Okay. Do y'all, before I give my whelming or anything like that, do y'all think that this like movie stands, since we're talking about the CGI and the graphics and stuff. So do y'all think this movie like stands the test of time? Yes and no. I mean, because like, <laughs> no, because it's just terrible. Like it is terrible, but yes, because it is terrible. Like <laughs> it's just, it's fun like watching it and like, I was just sitting there talking to my wife about it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like whenever they would shut. Well, I guess is in the second one. You know, they would use the like toy village sets to do explosions or whatever. And I just (laughs) it's funny watching those. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I was going to get into that. No, I don't think it does. Unfortunately, while watching it, I was like, oh, wow, this doesn't hold up at all. Like I've been looking at this through (laughs) rose rose colored glasses. (laughs) Yeah, I'll say there is there was part of that too that was like just just remembering you know it's a Batman movie just kind of gave it that a little a little extra oomph. Yeah, <laughs> like there's certain things that looks great. The Batmobile I think looks great. Yeah, the Bat suit I think looks better in the next one. It kind of looks like a big lump of clay on his head that's just molded <laughs> into like a bat shape. Uh, one of my notes that I did uh, remember was. 
HD, like high definition, did a both of these movies a disservice. Because oh, like I I think the I don't have this on Blu-ray. I want to say I just have it on DVD. So I'm watching it in standard definition. And to me, like a lot of stuff looks great. But watching this on HD on Max's streaming service, and I was like, ooh, this this doesn't look good at all. <laughs> yeah. See, I was kind of worried about that. And so I pulled out the DVDs and put them in my Blu-ray player now. I know my Blu-ray player like upscales. Yeah. But I know it's still not to the effect of like you know, 1080 from mm-hmm. Max or something like that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this will be that good in-between of like, not the garbage that we used to watch kind of thing and then not the niceness that we watch now, but, you know, just that nice in-between. Yeah. I have to agree with you, Richard, that like, I was I was on the whelm and nostalgia for me didn't even put it into the overly whelm. Like it's, I just, I, I was the same. I, I was watching, I remember this from when I was a kid and stuff like that and, so I had all those memories and thinking how great this was. And like, this was, you know, I grew up on 66 Batman. So that's what I watched with my pop and my dad and stuff like that until this movie came out. And then it was like, oh, this is the real Batman. <laughs> like that Adam West, man, he's not shit compared to Michael Keaton. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like, <laughs> what? looking back though, I'm like, or looking at it now, I'm like, oh man, this is. This is rough compared to <laughs> yeah. the Batmans we have now. Like, ooh, this is, I think, like, story-wise, it's solid, but it is a lot of, like, no, this movie does not hold up. There's no way this movie freaking holds yeah. up. <laughs> and which is crazy because, like, you know, we were talking about TMNT. We did that one special of of whether yeah. or not it holds stands the test of time. And we're like, yeah, it really does, even with the, the callbacks to the older time technology. But this here, it just... First of all, they're trying to make it look like the 50s, but modern yeah. anyways, yeah. and that yeah. weird Batman kind of whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, so it's even worse now. Yeah. And there was like, there was a scene, one of the scenes that like really just had me and my wife cracking up was Joker's like electrifying handshake. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so we were just cracking up with that. Like just some of those little things like, or just, it's so funny to see you now. Oh, see, I love that. Yeah. My wife was laughing really hard when um, the two criminals are talking about Batman and in the background, he just lowers slowly into the scene <laughs> with his like cape fully f- extended uh-huh. out. And he does it again in another scene. And then she also laughed. We both laughed when he uses the smoke bomb at, like after <laughs> Joker, uh, the whole uh, Jack Napier thing. And he goes like up into the ceiling. Yeah. You can still see him. <laughs> I, that, that was my point. I said the same thing to my wife. I was like, what was the point in that? Like you clearly saw him raising up there. I mean, <laughs> cops didn't know where he went. He was gone. Oh man. My biggest complaint, I think from these two movies is how ineffectual Gotham PD and honestly, like Jim Gordon, I hate this version of Jim Gordon. It's the same Jim Gordon that extends to the next two, the the Schumacher ones. I fucking hate this Jim Gordon. Yeah, he's pretty much nobody. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Which, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I was like, okay, cool. It's so funny, all the callbacks to characters in Batman mythology that's like actually in like these these two movies here. That it's just it's like deep cuts, you know what I mean? Yeah. I remember watching it and like later on as an adult being like, "Holy shit, Billy, Billy D. Williams is Harvey Dent!" Mm-hmm. Like, what? That's yeah. crazy. So, because the rumor was for the longest time that 
they were going to get one of the Wayans brothers to come in and be Robin. And then Billy Dean Williams come back and be Two-Face. And I kind of think that's that was true because, you know, the third one had Tommy Lee Jones come in as be Two-Face. They actually did a comic series, a Batman 89 limited series. And it's it's the story of Billy D. Williams turning into Two-Face yeah. and you getting a, a black Robin, but he never goes by Robin. I don't know. I read it for the podcast to kind of like throw some other stuff in there, but like it's, I don't know, it's kind of weak. <laughs> so. I was going to, that sucks. I was going to uh, suggest we read that maybe later on down the road, but yeah, you're, you're all, you're, you're exactly right. One, I was trying to uh, look up behind the scenes stuff. Billy D. Williams was slated to be Harvey. They went uh, with Tommy Lee Jones instead for the third one because spoilers until that comic book was created the intention for the Schumacher, and it still is technically, is that those are a continuation of the Burton universe. Like, those are yeah. in the same continuity. Yeah. Which is, does it all kinds of awful weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I was, at, like, whenever I was watching this, and watching both of them, it was kind of in my mind of, like, I wonder what if, like, for Michael Keaton, how, how different it felt to remember doing it back then the, for these two movies and then doing it now with the flash. Like if it were like just with all the different technology, like just it had to be kind of interesting to see how that's, those were changed. He just enjoyed being able to turn his neck. Yeah. And pee. <laughs> Cause that's one of the stipulations for the second bat suit was he wanted to be able to pee. So they gave him a, they gave him like a removable cod piece so he could go take a piss. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't know that. That's freaking great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, one of, well, I'll talk about it in the second one. Uh, it's dealing with Batman killing people in these movies, but Keaton specifically mentioned in an interview one of his favorite moments with Batman. It involves him killing a guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, he killed several people oh, yeah. throughout these movies. Like the, <laughs> so, and especially in like in the tower scene. Oh, yeah. Where like that, he's fighting that one black guy that's like, pretty much kicking his ass. Oh, yeah. And then he flings him off into the hole where the bell goes and stuff. I'm like, that dude's dead. There's no, no way. I, I like specifically in that scene, Batman has some sort of gadget that is specifically made for hitting people in the nuts. It's <laughs> that one karate guy. It's the 90s. You got to have some sort of ambiguous karate guy and he's like attacking him and he goes to like double kick him and Batman just puts out his hand and some device oh, yeah. comes out and it just hits him right in the groin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I thought there was... So when I saw the karate guy, I was like, is this a call to Indiana Jones? Because this so yeah. looks like a call to Indiana Jones. I thought the same thing as well. So let me ask you this, though. Did you notice the... When Keaton is in the bat plane, the bat jet, whatever you want to call it. Right. And he's coming down and he's like coming for the Joker. Did you get Heath Ledger vibes from that? Yes. Mm. I honestly think that scene, uh, there was another scene, but yes, I think the, the Heath Ledger scene where he's like, come on, I want, I want, I want you to hit yeah. me. I want you to do it. Do yes. it. Do it. I think that's supposed to be an homage to the, the Keaton scene with Joker. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, oh, they pull from that because that's, that's pretty cool. Honestly, yeah. to yeah. see that. Yeah, so. I agree. How small is the bat plane in this movie? Oh my oh, gosh, compared to the Flash. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just like one of those, uh, it was almost like as big as one of the, the uh, unmanned 
air, airplanes nowadays. Like, right? <laughs> no, I got claustrophobia just looking at it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yes, it's the bat jet. And then they started painting back. I was like, oh, no, why is it so small? Why is it a micro machine? <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's due to that because they used, like Jeremy said, miniatures in this. Like, there's a couple of shots where it's clearly a miniature on like wire. Well, it's like flying through a, a city. <laughs> like, yeah. It's funny that you say that because a lot of it looked like Star Wars kind of like cinema. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and that's how like Star Wars was done a lot was yeah. like through miniatures and stuff yeah. like that. And so like I got so many like Star Wars vibes watching that first one. <laughs> the one thing that looks real bad to me is there's a couple of scenes where they're using like spotlights, but they use like animated spotlights. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's at the end when um, they're in the bell tower, and like the police arrive and they're shining spotlights onto the bell tower. It's animated. It's not like real lights or anything. It looks weird. There's also the very start of the movie when a mugger mugs some lady. We see a, a bat silhouette. I don't know on some building, and he like turns and goes to go into the 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 building. It's all animated as well, and it looks wonky as hell. <laughs> <laughs> what did y'all think of this Joker? Because, like, other than Cesar Romero, like, this is probably our first Joker, you know what I mean, in a movie and stuff like that. How was y'all's revisit with Jack Nicholson as the Joker? Uh, it's one of those that, like, it was hard to just completely <laughs> set him apart from Heath Ledger's Joker. Okay. And just really trying to kind of like look at what how he was doing with just the Joker, but I, I, I don't know. It, obviously, he's not my favorite. He, he did he did a decent job, especially for I guess for back then. But and he had to, he had a great laugh for it. But I don't know. Just overall, I wasn't wasn't the biggest fan of it. Richard, I I still like it. I I think it is Jack Nicholson doing a Caesar uh, a Caesar a Caesar <laughs> Romero impression. Okay. I, I really do feel like it, but it's like more serious, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I like it. My biggest complaint, honestly, with it is just the the prosthetics. Like I said, I think HD yeah. did a disservice to it because <laughs> there are points when he'll open his mouth like in, in like an O shape and you can see his real like corners of his mouth. And it I don't know, it just looks weird with the the fixed smile. Uh, it's okay. not as noticeable, I don't think, on standard definition, mm-hmm. but it, it just looks real weird. Uh, one of my, uh, to say some good things, I love, I love, however they did it, I loved the him putting on, like, skin-colored makeup. Yeah. And then, like, he'd wipe it off, and there'd be white, or he'd get splashed with water, and there'd be the white underneath. I don't know how they did it, but it's still an, an amazing, like, effect, if you will, to this day. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I like more of the when he's actually fighting Batman towards the end Mm -hmm. and he like even as he's getting punched in the face and stuff like that like the teeth he shoots the teeth out or like he's still I like like I wish he was more like that gags the whole movie with gags and stuff like that and more you know of a joke Mm -hmm. kind of deal but still serious. I got way more like gangster leader vibes that I've never had before when actually thinking of the Joker and that was one of my biggest complaints with Leto was like he's not a mobster he's not a gangster kind of deal but that's what Nicholas was in this like he really was like a a gangster mobster leader Mm -hmm. as the Joker and it's I don't know I'd have to agree I think that's probably what my hang up to was 
uh, was with it is that it there was just never any kind of like psychotic kind of feel from him. There was no like that he's lost his mind, that he's gone crazy or whatever. Like there was no, it was just a like you said a gangster kind of feel to it. And so yeah. I, I, I was, that may have been one of my main issues there. Um, but there was also funny like my wife when we were watching it with my wife, she was like. She was complaining the whole time about uh, Vicky Vale. Yeah. Because she was like, yeah, she has no survivor skills. Like, no. there is just nothing. Like, why? Is she, she was like, why is she still sitting there? Why is she still standing yeah. here? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> My wife was doing the same thing. She was like, get up and run. What are you doing? Yeah. Because the Batman would save her. That would ruin it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just stand like sit there, whatever he gave her that little mask. Like, why? My wife was like, why? Why was she still sitting there? Like, you see all these people dying and all that, and she's just casually waiting. How do you trust that that mask is going to do anything? Honestly, like the colors of it, and like you have no idea who's giving it to you, Mm -hmm. and then you like, I know you really don't have another choice at that point in time, like other than maybe hold your breath. But come on. That's one of my favorite things, honestly, about this movie. You just reminded me the uh, Joker toxin. We haven't really gotten that in, except for in the uh, like comics and video games and uh, cartoons. But the live action stuff, we've never really gotten any the Joker gas where the people literally laugh themselves to death and they die yeah. with like a, yeah. a grin on their face. I loved that, and I really want to see that again for I agree for some live action stuff. I agree. I would like, because I think that's like top-notch Joker characteristic. Like, that's um, that's almost iconic for that yeah. character, for yeah. somebody to die like that. So, yes, I would love to see that again, too. And I think you could do it in a serious role as well. Like, I think if you'd done it in the Heath Ledger, I think oh, that would have worked totally. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, what do you... So, Michael, you, you have strong opinions on music. What do you think of the soundtrack for this movie? Okay, so I'm not an 80s guy. Like at all. I don't I don't like eighties music. I hate it. I respect it for what it like brought to the music that I like now. Mm-hmm. But as far as turning on eighties music, no, I don't like it. But I saw where Prince did this. Yeah. He did the whole well, there's two this movie has two soundtracks. There's the Danny Elfman part of it, which gives us that amazing Batman score they play at the very beginning of the movie. It's in the animated series, it's in the next movie. And then, yeah, there's another soundtrack that it's just all Prince songs. Yeah. And I'm not a Prince fan either. And I know I just made like a lot of people mad (laughs) or whoever listens to our podcast. But yeah, I'm not a Prince fan either. But it fit this movie like really well, the way that, you know, they did it and stuff like that. And so I didn't, I didn't mind it, but it's not like I'm not running out and buying the Prince version of this, uh, this, the soundtrack. Yeah. (laughs) I think I still have the CD, but I think it's because my mom bought it. But yeah. So whenever someone mentions the Jack, uh, the Jack Nicholson Joker, the, the scene where he's on that parade float and yes. trust is playing and he's yeah. throwing the money around and he's just sort of hamming it up. That always plays in my head. When any, so anytime someone mentions Jack Nicholson Joker, that always plays in my head. I also love the scene in the art gallery where, uh, I forget the title of the song, but it's like that black and white, red and green. Like, I just, yeah. I, I don't know why. I just love that. And they're like, they're defacing all these like priceless art pieces. And I just think it's so cool. <laughs> 
I felt bad because this one guy was like actually taking his time and doing ballerina moves like back and forth to like get good aspect on yeah. it and stuff. And then he just throws paint on it. I'm like, why did you, you should have led with that? What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Y'all got anything else for this first Batman movie? I think I'm good. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is really, yeah, I'll, I'll mention it more in the next one. It's just how many like people that Batman has killed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because like he killed the Joker, like he yeah. straight up killed oh, yeah. the Joker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like it was out of anger. Like he he lost it and just straight up killed him out of anger on that one because it went through a whole you know you created me and it was like no 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 oh yeah you created me yeah <laughs> like, I so that you did bring up so that's one thing I did want to talk about. I do not like that. I like the idea. I don't like this cyclical. The Joker created Batman and then in turn create Batman created the Joker thing. I get what Burton was trying to do, but I just do not like it at all. No. Also, they quoted, you know, the you want to get nuts, get nuts in the Flash movie. <laughs> they didn't do the devil. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Or honestly, I was thinking back on the Flash. Why didn't they use the where does he get those wonderful toys? Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> I feel like they should have used that. Anyway, I'm talking about the Flash now. I'm sorry. But yeah, I didn't like the uh that change to his origin story. So, that's that was one of the things that I didn't like either. That like he had an origin story from comic books. There's no solidified like origin story. There's one that people go to and like that's the origin, but most like there's nothing that's been actual this is the origin of the Joker. Yeah, the one the one that they go to and this is what they pull it from because he has the same name is the killing joke. Yeah. Once again, I don't want to spoil it, but instead of so Jack Napier, which is the name of the Joker in the killing joke, he goes into Ace Chemicals, the card playing company, and he's kind of forced to do something where in this one he's like a mob guy that's hired to do it. So that's slightly different. And um, I want to say, like, Batman doesn't do, like, you know how, like, he, I forget, he throws, like, a batarang or something happens and something explodes and shards go into Jack's face and he's like, Rah! and he, like, goes to fall off. I think Batman ducks and then Jack swings at him and then he, like, goes to fall off and Batman tries to catch him and he can't hold on to him, that thing. That stays the same. But this is very much like the killing joke origin to the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, but I think that's the big, and the killing joke, though, he he wasn't the one that murdered it, like Bruce's No, parents. no, it's always Joe Chill. That's, that's my issue is Joe Chill should be the one because the whole point of it is it's supposed to be like almost a no-name criminal because that's why Batman faces crime because it's this faceless thing that killed his parents. Yeah, yeah. Cool. On to Batman Returns with a freaking stellar cast of Michael Keaton, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, and Danny DeVito as the Penguin. We also got Christopher Walken as Maxwell Shit. Shrek. 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 Shit. Maxwell Shit. Maxwell Shit. Yeah. So, Wellmings. Wellmings for Batman Returns. Let's start with you, Jeremy. I'll probably still just stay stay the same, just pleasantly whelmed, and uh, still kind of for the same reasons of just. I mean, it was a good story, and yeah, I mean, they were. I seem like it. Was, I mean, you still have the the little gimmicky stuff here or there, but that's just the fun of it and part of it. So, yeah, I'd say pleasantly whelmed. Richard, what about you? 
So hot take here. I think I'm underly whelmed, but because of nostalgia, I'm going to go to the whelmed. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is Tim Burton unhinged, man. Like <laughs> This movie, I mean, like, anyway, we'll get into that. But yeah. I have to echo you. It's, it's, but nostalgia just can't help it. I think I've seen this movie way more than I have the original Batman. And I'm just, it's, it's everything that I don't want it really in a Batman movie. <laughs> honestly, I don't like dingy, dirty penguin. I like <laughs> goofy looking, like successful mob boss penguin. Yeah. That's what I enjoy more. And Catwoman is a little freaking nuts and she's not really a jewel thief. <laughs> and uh, I like my cat woman being a jewel thief. So uh, yeah, I'm underwhelmed. I'm underwhelmed on this one. And it's just like you said, Tim Burton just kind of was like, fuck it. I'll yeah. do what I want at Christmas time because that's what I do. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, also, this movie's horny. This movie is so horny. Oh, like, oh my gosh. Yes. Honestly, I love you, mom, but like, you should not have let me watch this movie as a kid. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm looking back on this. I'm like, this is really inappropriate for children. And yeah, that's the whole reason why I'll get into it now since I'm bringing it up. That's the whole reason why Schumacher comes in. The last Batman movie, I didn't get all the, the, how much money it made back in the day and all this stuff, but the last Batman movie made quite a lot. So yeah. WB was like, Burton, you're making the sequel. And Burton was very much like, I don't do sequels. And anyway, I guess they gave him a boatload of money and he came back. So he did this and they gave him basically car blanche. Like he could do whatever the hell he wanted. And he made this. And which, by the way, uh, looking up some things, this is the this movie takes like number one on the least amount of time we have Batman in a movie. <laughs> Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Honestly, this isn't oh, really yeah. a Batman movie. <laughs> this is yeah. just Tim Burton making a fucking weird movie. And uh, anyway, he made this, and WB made all sorts of deals with a bunch of other people to make, like, lunchboxes, cereal, toys. McDonald's did the thing. Yes. I'm, I'm bringing that up because they're the big proponent of what I'm about to talk about. They had Happy Meals and all sorts of stuff. Those fucking little cars were the shit. And I remember <laughs> getting them back in the day. And those were the most exciting toys I ever got in a Happy Meal. Yeah. So the movie, I, I don't know if it was like screened to like execs at WB and like McDonald's or something, or if it just came out and they saw it. But anyway, McDonald's threw a shit fit because not necessarily over Catwoman, but more so over the Penguin because he is <laughs> just fucking gross. Like he's just right. gross in the movie. Yes. He's, he's bleeding black blood from his mouth. He's got these mutated flippers. Yeah, he, he's fucking he's, horny all the time. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And very uh, vocal about it. Uh, he's yeah. got like piss and shit stains on his like onesie that he has. Like, <laughs> it's so fucking vile. And they were they went to WP and they were like, "What are y'all fucking doing over there? We're trying to sell this to kids." And um, I'd like to fill her void. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so like I, I remember my wife was watching it, and that line came out. She was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yeah, he's it's pretty rough." They, you know, I think pulled out with certain marketing things and anyway. 
So next they fire Tim Burton and then they bring they not pulled out soon enough. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that baby was made. <laughs> so then they got Joel Schumacher for the next one. And we'll get into that once we get into those. But yeah, it's it's so fucking weird, this movie. Uh also Danny DeVito is just like I, I will say this. He is just being his worst version of himself. Like, I think he's really enjoying his role. He ate real fish, by the way. That that those oh, scenes, in that scene? those uh, uh, specifically uh. the one I've seen him talk about in interviews. <laughs> the one where um, Christopher Walken gives him one to like coax him out. Yeah, yes. reveal that he's going to be running for mayor. That's a real fish, and Danny uh. DeVito is really eating that raw. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think Danny DeVito, like back in the day or whatever, as a pick for the Penguin is great casting. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely great. And I think Michelle Pfeiffer as as Catwoman is great casting for back in the day. But damn, do I believe they didn't go the right way with all that? Oh, like, yeah. I just... <laughs> yeah, Catwoman, man. So I, my favorite scene with her, because I agree with you, she's not, she's not a cat burglar. She's, you say a little nuts. I think she's full on banana pants crazy in this movie. (laughs) And uh, I love the scene when she blows up the convenience store and she's like whipping the mannequins heads off. And then she's like jump roping with the whip and stuff like that. I I think that's very Catwoman like, like she's not robbing a bank or anything, but I love the, like the playfulness with the character. Yes. But other than that, I can't really like everything else. Like she's licking, like she's bathing herself. She tries to eat a, a canary. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, totally. 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 I do think that the graphics and stuff like that throughout this were a lot better though. Yeah. Yeah. It did get better in this one. Yeah. I agree with that. The, the bat suit looks a lot better. Like, especially the cow, the cow's like more sculpted. But it did it did crack me up though. Whenever he goes to like choose his like his outfit, <laughs> and he's like just got a hanger, like just a closet, just of hangers of like the rubber suit hanging there, basically. Yeah. Well, it's because he has to tear off the cowl, like a. <laughs> yeah. it's a one use kind of thing. Once it's on, you gotta peel it off. <laughs> so I did watch these with my son because I was like, I remember watching these as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I because my son's not really big into comics and stuff like that. But I said something about watching Batman. He's like, oh, I want to watch. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm going to, I'm going to do this right. So he sees the, the wardrobe come in. And he's like, how many suits does he got? <laughs> I said, as many as they need to make toys for, son. As yeah. many as they need to make toys for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and boy, did they. They made so many different versions. I had so many different versions of Batman and uh-huh. from this movie, like toy action figures. Yeah. But it was funny, too, like whenever you're talking about it, Richard, that that was one of my my wife's points too. Is like at the end, and it reveals himself. She's like, it just it just rips off. Like, <laughs> I have to mention this. I, I can't claim I came up with this joke, but I love uh, Mr. Sunday Movies. Him and Mason talk about how it looks like a big fruit roll up when he peels it, <laughs> and it does. It's so funny. <laughs> well, and I love the the line from 
you know, yeah. Maxwell of yes. Yes. Bruce Wayne. Why are you dressed up as Batman? Because <laughs> he oh, is yeah. Batman, <laughs> you moron. I, I love that's my favorite moment with because uh, I hate Christopher Walken in this movie, but such I, a dick. I, I yeah. love I love that line, Bruce Wayne. Why are you dressed like Batman? <laughs> Yeah, my wife was calling him uh, a vampire basically throughout the. She's like, he just looks like he's supposed to be a vampire. Yeah, well, he's it's he Tim Burton once again un unedited. You know how like we talk about like Take Watiti, like Thor, Love and Thunder, is Take Watiti unedited. This is Tim Burton unedited. That is freaking perfect. Like, like, like this is so like that suit that he wears, that black and white striped suit, and the weird fucking hair. Yeah. What's once again in HD, you can actually see the like wig line in HD. Oh, nice. <laughs> His son does like a, a Christopher Walken impression in it. It's just really, he's like, Dad, go save yourself. I, I can't oh, do a yeah. Christopher Walken impression, but <laughs> I think that the only thing they were missing from this one to be like a full Tim Burton was uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he uh, <laughs> he also one thing that Tim Burton loves is uh, Pee Wee Herman because you know he made the Pee Wee movie. Pee Wee Herman plays Oswald Cobblepot's dad. You know the very That's beginning. Right. Oh really? Yeah, at the very beginning you I, see the, okay. when he's <laughs> that's the other thing too. Like he eat like oh, he baby yeah ba- baby <laughs> penguin eats a fucking cat. Like what the fuck? <laughs> he's quick enough to grab that cat. Yeah, like, enough stoutness to pick that cat up too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying. So it's a pretty brutal movie. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, within the first ten minutes, they've thrown a baby off a bridge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they murdered a baby <laughs> or attempted to murder a baby. Attempted, attempted murder. Yeah, my my wife also was she, once again. She has never seen this movie, so she's like, she's oh, talking great. Yeah. Oh no, she <laughs> she died laughing because she guessed one of the endings. She was like, she's she, I forget what she said. She said something about like, is he raised by penguins? And I just like looked over at her, and she's like, oh my god. And then, like, you see the little bassinet, like, float up, and then there's, like, penguins there. And then at the end, I I forget what I... I brought up something, and then she was like, are the penguins going to have, like, a funeral, like, scene with them? And I just, like, looked over at her again, and she just died laughing. (laughs) That penguin funeral scene is pretty creepy. I'm not going to lie. Like, watching watching those men dressed up as penguins come around the corner. Just... Yeah, it's so bad looking them just and there's one that's in the middle on like if you're watching it the left side and bruh he's having such the hardest time trying to I know, keep up with the rest I know, of I know what you're talking about just shuffling. <laughs> yes yes oh I know exactly what you're talking about I'm gonna have to go back and watch for that there's a scene where they're like on the ramp they're like filming them from the side on the ramp and that little guy like the one in front is just kind of <laughs> and then the one in the middle, he's just like. It's <laughs> 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 funny. Uh, oh, my son. Like I said, he's not he's not in the comics. Or, he knows of characters and stuff like that, but he's not in the comics or anything like that. And he goes, Dad, is this Duckman? <laughs> <laughs> and this is when the baby's like on the water or whatever. Mm-hmm. I said, no. He's like, no, I mean, like, I have the action figure, and it's the guy that's got the penguins. It's like henchmen or whatever. I said, yeah. I said, you're right. He goes, that's the that's the duck man. I said, no, it's not a duck. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I said, you just said it. What's his henchman? He said, penguins. I said, right. And finally, like when they, he gets a glimpse or whatever, he's like, oh, it's the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's funny. Maybe he was confused because uh, he drives that weird, like giant rubber ducky mobile. <laughs> that, yes, because shortly after he realized it was a penguin, then we got a look at the duck mobile. And I was like, that's because he, because I have one too. I have like one of those in a Hot Wheel form or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he's seen that. And I was like, okay, that that does make sense now. So, but I was like, no, it's not Duckman. So. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, his sonar when when <sighs> Batman's driving the Bat boat, the Bat hydrofoil. I don't know what that's called, but it, the sonar makes like quacking noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so weird. It makes penguin noises, and then when he's tracking the Duckmobile, it makes quacking noises. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, I also like. I wish that Joker had the circus henchman instead of Penguin. Yeah, yeah. Like now, I do now seeing those guys brings back memories of Batman Returns on Super Nintendo. That was some of the funnest stuff to like fight those guys on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I told. I've always wished because it always didn't make sense to me. I was like, why doesn't the Joker have henchmen like this? Like, why would the Penguin have these guys? I just want to know where you get henchmen. Like, I, I just kept like. There's a stilt guy. There's one at one point there's a guy on stilts who's just like blowing fire at people. And I'm like, what do you just push him over? And then like Batman, <laughs> Batman comes in with the Batmobile, deploys his specifically tripping a stilt man over device. <laughs> and and my, my wife is like, she was like, yes, Alfred, I finally get to use my, my stilt tripping device. <laughs> uh, well, well, it's amazing that he gets the stilt guys, but nobody else is running around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's because it's specifically for the stilt guy. Right. Yeah, exactly. He fucking goes, like, some of these guys, he's just like, fuck you in particular. Like, there's a devil man blowing fire. Yes, so what does Batman do? He just torches him. <laughs> I, in fact, whenever that, I, when I saw that coming, I said, ooh, this is a good one. Watch this, uh-huh. my son. <laughs> well, I mean, because it was like, I was sitting there watching it and you just, it's just the one goon just sitting there blowing fire. I'm like, what are you, you're not doing anything. You're just blowing it up into the air and you just. He's a fire hazard, Jeremy. Oh my gosh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> not, not as much as that daggum Batmobile. I guess, but like, you just, you just knew because it just he puts the little pedestal down and it takes like 10 minutes for a thing to spin a whole freaking 180 degrees. And I'm like, he's still just sitting there blowing fire. I mean, <laughs> all Batman has is time. I uh, yeah. <laughs> If he wasn't there, he'd still be blowing fire. So what does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> it It's so bizarre. Like there's so many, like the, when the Batmobile turns into a hot dog, like it's just, <laughs> to squeeze through that little narrow thing. It's so bizarre. Like, that is a specific one-time use for a one-time scenario thing. It's like, why? Alfred, I have to go into glizzy mode. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. It's so weird. And then, yeah, like, so he, he blows up, like, a bunch of people in Ace Chemical or Axis Chemicals in the first movie. Like, he just literally drops a bomb and he just blows up the whole chemical factory. Anybody who was part of the Joker's crew is dead. Anybody who happened to, like, oh, I left some papers at work. I got to go back. (laughs) (laughs) dead. (laughs) And that kind of stuff happens and it's proven in Batman Returns. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) 
And then there's one thug at one point he's fighting. I don't think it's in this those scenes, but I can't remember. Anyway, he grabs a bomb. I think it's all in the Batmobile. And he just stuffs it down the dude's pants. Yeah. And he kicks him into a sewer. And it just blows up. Which I'm bringing this up because that is Michael Keaton's favorite Batman moment. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. No, I was like, oh, that that dude and his dick are gone. Like, there's no, <laughs> there's no way any of that survived. Like... <laughs> Yeah, and this Mr. Sunday Movies did like a kill count like on all the different Batman. And yeah, Keaton is the highest kill count. So Keaton is definitely the biggest murderer of them all. <laughs> That's funny. Well, and like Keaton, so I forgot that Keaton had guns in his Batmobile. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they make that perfect line so he can make mm-hmm. his own like, <laughs> his own like garage door yeah. to get through. <laughs> But he never uses it on anybody. No. But he has no problem stuffing bombs down people's pants <laughs> <laughs> or throwing them off a bell tower. In the first one, he on the Batwing, he guns down some of Joker's thugs on the float. Like he misses the Joker for some reason, but the guys on the float, he just guns them down and shoots some missiles and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, no, he, yeah, he was actually he was actually trying to shoot somebody with the gun. Yeah. He yeah, even had it the- locked in on the Joker and still missed. Yeah, my yeah. wife was wondering. She's like, did he go to the school of shooting for stormtroopers? Like, what's going on? Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> you brought this up. It's the first movie when they're they're doing the, the sting on Napier mm-hmm. and they start having the gunfights and stuff. There's one scene in particular where they're like standing, like the cops are on one end. And his guys are like on the other and his guys are like standing straight in the doorway. There's pipes on either side or whatever. I say doorway, but like there's pipes that frame up them. Yeah. And so like they're not hiding behind the pipes. They're like yeah. straight up in the middle and they're both shooting at each other and nobody can hit anything. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? with y'all? <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird, man. And that, that was like during those, that was one of the things my wife brought up too is like that we were cracking up about. It's just the, the, Sound effects of the guns. <laughs> oh yeah, I love I love those old timey. I can't make the noise, but those old foley sounds for guns. Yeah. I I guess it's because they use them a lot, like in Indiana Jones and stuff like that. So I I kind of like them. But yeah, they are funny. All right, do y'all have anything else for Batman Returns? Yeah, I just the the people of Gotham, man, they're just so easily swayed, like. <laughs> Like, they just, like, no proof at all. Just, we found a battering. Oh, it's Batman. He must have done it. Like, like he leaves those things lying around everywhere. <laughs> he never, if you'll notice, he never, like, retrieves any of his gadgetry. He just, like, like the grappling thing when he, like, swings over to, like, you know, when Catwoman has the, uh, whatever, the Christmas princess. I forget what she's called in that movie. But uh, he just like he uses some little like zip line thing. He just leaves it. He doesn't take it with him. He just leaves it right there. <laughs> I figure those just show up at pawn shops and Alfred goes around and just buys them back. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's where uh, <laughs> Billy Batson and uh, what's his name got one from the other movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing I just wanted to talk about that I remembered. The one thing I will say about these movies, I love this version of Gotham. I love the way the city is designed. The Nolan movies, it just looks like Chicago. Like the first yeah. movie, yeah. the first movie had a little bit of characteristic with that like train, uh, the subway station or whatever it's called. It's not subway station. Anyway. Like a monorail. 
Monorail, thank you. That added some like gothic sort of like art deco kind of art style to it. But yeah. The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises, it just looks like either New York or Chicago or wherever. I think they filmed in Chicago during those films. But anyway, in this, it actually has character. And I love it. It looks so cool. Some of the architecture in it looks ridiculous, but I just love it so much. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's very, you know, the animated series gets a lot from yes, these two movies as well. So I think it kind of pulls on those strings too. So, yeah. Cool. If we don't have anything else, then the question comes in as to which of these is your favorite <coughs> Keaton Batman movie? For me, uh, it'll be the first one. Okay. Batman number one. Yeah. It was just a little bit better story and a little bit, a little bit more lighthearted. Second one just was just all about being dark and grungy and that was about it. So I enjoyed the first one best. Penguin himself took care of that. Yeah. <laughs> Richard for, okay so for me so my I, I've been I've been mulling over this all like freaking week so for me I love the first one I do love the first one but watching it it's kind of bland and as much as it's dumb I think there's more interesting things to talk about and make fun of <laughs> <laughs> in the next one I'm gonna say Batman Returns Oh, okay. Oh, we've got our first tiebreaker. Yeah. It's down to me. That sucks. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with, I didn't have really great things to say about either one of them. And of course, nostalgia does play somewhat of a role in it, but I try not to. Batman Returns for me is just, it's so just grotesque <laughs> and like, it's just way more than I'd, I'd ever, like, I don't want to go down that road ever again. That's just one of those things. I just, I, something I never want to see again. But then, like, you're right. Batman, the original Batman is slow. And it's like, yeah. it is hard to watch sometimes. So I have to go, though, with the original Batman, Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton. That's just what I have to go with because I really do enjoy Jack Nicholson as the Joker. And I can't say that really as far as like Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman or Danny Vito as a penguin. And, you know, no, it's not going to hold the test of time, but I think it is more of a solid story and a better Batman story in the end. So there we go. Batman. Number one moves on to, I don't even know what next, (laughs) the next round, like the next round. Yes. I guess it would be like semifinal, maybe. I about so you're the charge of this. You, you and you and your wife are the ones that made up this bracket. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it would be the semifinal. <laughs> yeah, semifinal. Uh, cool. Actually, no. Yeah, yeah, semifinal. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> don't you watch well, sports? <laughs> like, don't you know this? <laughs> so Batman will be going up against either Batman Forever or Batman and Robin. And I know my vote for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. Jeez, I'm Pete's. So come and join us next week as we continue on with this bad madness and we watch and we review Batman Return. Batman, not Returns. We already did that. You just listened to it. (laughs) But Batman Forever and Batman and Robin and see who wins out out of those as the best Batman movie and how far they go along. So it'll send chills. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to make a nice pun too. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's what y'all have to look forward to. (sighs) If y'all didn't laugh at this one, you're sure as hell are going to laugh at the next one. I'm just saying. (laughs) Especially if we can get a a guest star of my wife being on on that one for a few minutes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Another guest star. That'd be great. Yeah. In the meantime, Jeremy, where can they find you at? They can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's a night with a K. And they can find me here. Awesome. Richard, where can they find you at? If you want to contact me directly, you can find me on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter. You can find me on Instagram and threads. I am underneath the handle Night Curry, night like day and night, and curry with a K. If you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics with an X. Yeah, buddy. You can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. With all that being said, take it out, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bruce Wayne why are you dressed up like Batman because he is Batman you moron